bit farther. It is. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. go for it, man. Uh, what are we starting? All right, welcome to the <laughs> Halloween episode of yeah. Bingo is Life, the podcast. Hey! I think that worked. That worked. We're going to be yeah. performing the greatest hits of the Partridge family in its mm. entirety. <laughs> no, oh, no, stop. Scary. <laughs> scary. I think scary. I'd love you. <laughs> what am I saying? No, we are going to be discussing that's our favorite. That's that's the Partridge that's family. That's the Partridge family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Probably was the same, you know, came Scary. out of the same yeah. specket <laughs> in Sweden. Maybe I like the Partridge family now. <laughs> oh, the Partridge family were great, man. <laughs> Shirley Jones. She was in The Music Man. <laughs> Oh, he's a what? He's a what? She was a Shirley Jones. Was she Marion the librarian and the yes, music? Yes. Oh, oh God. And also Mrs. Partridge. Wow. Wow. She went from the ingenue to uh, Mrs. Partridge in like Easily eight years. The scariest <laughs> episode start we've ever had. Wow. This, this is quite a Halloween yes, episode yeah. we're building here. Partridge family. <laughs> we could talk Facts. about Facts. Facts. Have you seen Marion? Have you seen the librarian? Have you seen Meet Me in St. Louis? No, I missed that yeah, one. Yeah, that's not as good. Such no. a good Halloween movie. I love okay. that one. We're going to be talking about scary cryptids, right? Yes. Uh, yes. Approximately. And um, a very special episode. So we're going to go. Everybody has picked their favorite one because they're all uh, been busy. Welcome by to it. our science report. <laughs> by the way, sponsored by Ruby's Arcade yeah, and uh, time. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, we're coming to you live from downtown Harrisonburg, Virginia, this, the uh, the capital of the formerly the poultry capital of the universe. Who took that over? Someplace in another third. Oh, and I think Taiwan, Taiwan, <laughs> Thailand, <laughs> China. I don't know. Okay, all right. <laughs> okay, let's go. Who wants to go first? Hey, no, 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 no. Oh. Hey. This, well, the classic cryptid oh, well, yeah. is, of course. Uh, it's a Sasquatch. Sasquatch. Yeah. Uh, so we have uh, in, on board with us today uh, Mummy Shackles. Who's oh, right. right. We have Chris and, and uh, Mike Howdy Show. Mm-hmm. And uh, we over here, the one and only Danny Speak. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Verified <laughs> and, by and, the reality monitor. And, and then there's Jay. And yeah. then just Jay's Yay! there. <laughs> I'm trying to escape this reality, but uh, I'm here for one more time. Okay. <laughs> okay so we're going to go with Brittany hey. Mum Shackles. Sure. Ooh, nice. Mm. Oh, <coughs> so yeah, the classic of all cryptids. Yeah, Crypt- sure. Cryptids. Yeah. yeah, I chose Bigfoot just because I figured, why not? Why not? Right? Why not? And um, well, we'll I... get started off on the right foot here. Ah, the, the, the big biggest, right foot. Yes. Uh, the and I've got my uh, notes written down on a soap wrapper. Mm-hmm. It oh. smells great, mm. be- which is good because that'll cover up the level of bullshit oh, okay, that I'm gotcha. about to uh, oh, 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 spin oh, here. Oh, so uh bigfoot sasquatch yeti gnosqua gnosqua foul smelling bipedal wild man or hairy man or ape man or the missing link if you will mm. uh, i feel like yeah. i'm in a coffee shop <laughs> yeah <laughs> October 20th was National Sasquatch Awareness Day. So scary. 
because of the uh, anniversary of a film that was made by these guys in Patterson and Gimlin in 1967. You know the, 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 that, yes, that quintessential the yes. shot of Bigfoot. Have, have you seen that they, they took all the shake out of that shot and they put it all in one piece so you can actually just watch him walk across and it's real fluid and it's, and you know, with the power of AI, now everything is just perfectly still and you can, it looks terrible. Yeah. <laughs> it does. It really does. Oh, it's okay. like, yeah, it's like, oh, it was just a dude in a suit. Oh. <laughs> I mean, ooh, we'll never know. Well, supposedly, that was a female Bigfoot. Oh, that, okay, gotcha. But uh, probably, with all the hair, yeah, it's hard to. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, the act of researching Bigfoot is called squatching or squatching, uh, mm-hmm. and the people that go hunting Bigfoot or researching Bigfoot are called squatchers. Yes. And uh, I'm gonna just kind of. <laughs> Disregard my soap notes. It always feels uh, like because I wanted to tell you a little story about uh, when I uh, went to the Stanton. The okay, it was a Bigfoot con convention. Yes, in, in like Fishersville. Yeah, in oh. at, the, at, at the Augusta Expo Center oh my God. Uh, before before the uh, pandemic. It was like 2018, 2019. Wow. I couldn't resist. What I could not was resist. That I like? dropped that. $25, $50. I don't know how much it cost, but oh, yeah. it was worth it. It's a circus, right? It was not. So <laughs> <laughs> um, they had it at the Augusta Expo Center, which is, you know, it's the county fairground. That's where they keep all the good stuff. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, you, you clear that room out and then they display quilts and like mm-hmm. the best pickles sure, in sure. the county, you yeah. know? So like a lot of things can happen in that room. <laughs> and um, it was the middle of the afternoon. They had a big screen uh, mounted on... Um, and where they had the speakers and everything kind of right in the center of the room. But uh, the light from the windows was shining directly in on the screen. So like whatever they were showing was completely obscure. Oh, yeah. And then you had booths around Production the, value. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you had booths yep. around the perimeter of the room with different people with their different Bigfoot stories. Nice. And I went just to listen. Yeah, um, yeah. I have this uh, gift slash curse of where people will just come up to me and tell me sure, their crazy sure. things. <laughs> so I just opened up and let that happen. Oh, good, good. Well, I brought my friend Caleb, who does not have that gift, and he stood aside from me and tried not to laugh the entire time. I can't believe it. He didn't take it seriously. I don't. He doesn't believe in <laughs> Bigfoot or something. I don't know. Uh, um, tragic, mm. but um, we had a blast. Um, there were people there with castings of the different feet. Oh, um, different feet castings. that they had seen. Yeah, the they plaster. Were all, they were all quite big, weren't they? Yes, yes, yeah, they yeah, were. Yeah, yes. Yeah. One I of the biggest ones. I mean, and I was surprised at how big these castings were. Yeah. Like there was one that was eight feet tall. It, that, I mean, the foot. Uh, no, it was. Foot. It was ginormous. She, it was. Yeah. Uh, she is gesturing what looks to be perhaps a size thirty shoe. <laughs> in in uh, clown shoes. Shaquille O'Neal mm-hmm. shoe. So, yeah, probably uh, two three feet mm. long was this was this casting, and I was like, that that is a big foot. Mm, Seems right. a little unlikely sure. that a seven foot tall creature, which is what the average. Bigfoot is okay. six to seven feet tall, right? Seven feet, eight feet tall. Mm. A three you, foot long You said long clown foot. shoes, and this all feels a little clown shoes yeah, to me, but it please was, continue. it was. Uh, so, so that kind of caught me off guard that they were that big. Sure. Um, it kind of shook my world, really. I mean, you know, what they say about big feet. And, um, yeah. 
Uh, You'd there, think no. there'd be more Sasquatches then. Yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, and, and, but then some of these castings had taken place uh, in a place in the hog pen or um, there's this dam that's near my place in Folks Run. And I was like, oh my gosh. So they're, they're near me. They're near you. Ooh, okay. Near the, the, the squatch are around. The squatch, squatch. are near. <clears throat> Somebody <laughs> squatching me. <laughs> <laughs> I always feel like. Uh, do you always feel that way? Uh, yeah, I always feel that way. Yeah. Wow. So then we worked mm-hmm. our way around the room. There was a guy that drew these amazing Bigfoot uh, comic books mm-hmm. uh, about oh, how Bigfoot good. was saving. So it was it was like a patriotic kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, good. Uh, a lot of these folks seem to have a more um, so right wing leaning gotcha. tendencies. Gotcha. Um, right, so right. Uh, the the a lot of these these comic strips that he was drawing were like these patriotic stories patriotic, of yeah. um, infusing Bigfoot into like 1940s war mm. kind of mm. okay. like Captain propaganda. America. Yeah, mm. yeah, propaganda. Yeah. Um, excuse me, Captain America Captain and America. Uh, Bigfoot. Bigfoot. So that was great. And then I was... We could we draw were... some conclusions. I just want to remind people that election day is coming up mm-hmm. rather soon. And in vote fact, you can vote Bigfoot. early. Yes. yes. <laughs> I would prefer Harry and Go the Hendersons. <laughs> mm. So then, on the other side, there were some folks that had their own personal Go stuff. big. That's funny. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> who, had their own, who had some of their own experiences. Mm. There was a lady who had pictures of some of the um, gifts that Big Feet had, or Sasquatches, had left for her. Oh, she, had a, she had a barter system going on with them. Mm. She said, I laid out, if you lay out a banana <laughs> on a log, which I did, they will give you a present. And wow. here's a set of wind chimes that a Bigfoot made wow. me. And it was just some sticks yeah. and some twine. Yeah. Kind of, It almost looked like it could have been constructed by like a bird. It, it was very it rudimentary. That, it took that Bigfoot all day to do that. Yeah. Somewhere there's yeah. some methamphetamine addict just <laughs> laughing his butt off at yeah. this, this old lady. Yeah, probably. Huh. But yeah, it was it was a wonderful time. I got some bananas. <laughs> <laughs> they love them. They love them. Well, when they, you were describing it, the Bigfoot has this horrible smell that people yeah some people right. have called it a skunk ape that's another skunk ape yeah methamphetamines again musky smell yeah and have you seen the recent there's a there's actually like two weeks ago there's a video from a train in which somebody oh is, right right yes they're, they're taking a video they were and, on a train and yeah. they started what is that and they and started the, taking you a see picture. the bigfoot walking yeah. along yeah. and it looks oh. like it's squatting yeah for a moment it looks like taking a, yeah, yeah, a squat the squat squat and you're like the squat yeah. squat yeah that's right it's uh yeah. i don't know it's still out there hey yeah hey it's good. That's a good story. Yeah, yeah thank, thank you. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah, a little good. bit about Bigfoot. Yeah. Um, When's the next one? I'm never going never away. I don't know. Away, I've really. been trying to keep an eye out. Just um, we just missed it. Really? Do, do they do in, it every year in, in Augusta? Augusta County? Crap. Yeah, okay. Well, Okay. They well, did, maybe, they maybe did so. just have um, one. one in uh, Marion, North Carolina, and the turnout was 40,000 people. What? Wow. In a town that usually averages 8,000, um, oh. you know, just residents. So, yeah. um, poor residents. Yeah. For, for Bigfoot being the social distancing <laughs> champion. Uh, yeah, but they were get a lot of well protected. Well, 
<laughs> Those people well were protected there from reality. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah, yeah right. Bigfoot was not at the convention <laughs> oh, okay. that I went to. Yeah, there sure. were no actual squatches there, which was disappointing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and perhaps rather telling, really. Hmm. Yeah, All right, I can I can dream, Dan. <laughs> so yeah. let's, yeah. Like, yeah. let's let's stay in Augusta <laughs> County. Okay, Ooh, Ooh, we're staying. We're gonna stay in Augusta County. So mine is not necessarily a cryptid animal. Mine's a unsolved mystery with 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 a twist. Okay, so I got this off the internet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and June, oh, I've heard of that. Ooh, June seventh, nineteen ninety-two, the George Washington National Forest in Virginia was visited by murder. <laughs> Around ten a.m. that morning, the body of a thirty-five-year-old delivery driver named Sammy Wheeler was found in a sleeping bag in the back seat of his bullet-ridden navy blue 1988 Isuzu Trooper. Oh, which yeah. Which I owned. Yeah, Isuzu Trooper. A 1988 Trooper. Isuzu Trooper. Mine was silver. Huh. Yeah. His what, was, what color was his again? Navy blue. Navy okay. blue. He was shot six times in the mm. head and mm. upper torso. Both the local sheriff department and the FBI investigated. They quickly determined that the killer had gone to great lengths to cover the crime scene. All shell castings and fingerprints had been removed. Uh, and an amateurish attempt had been made to destroy the evidence. All right, so evidently the killer tried to ignite the SUV. There were some paper tissues stuck into the gas tank, and there was like some cigarette butts, but it didn't oh, catch on gotcha. fire. It didn't, it didn't work. They thought they were going to go all die hard and yeah, like throw yeah. the cigarette. <laughs> so what, what began as a routine investigation, this is where it, I think it gets interesting. Okay, oh, oh good. Oh, yeah. It gets interesting oh, now. Man. It quickly became yeah. a classic drama of love, lies, and murder. Oh, murder again. Wow. Okay, I'm going right. to take a yeah. shot every time he says murder. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> In the months following Sammy's death, Danny, Pat, and Bob are three people in Sammy's life. That Did you say Danny, Pat, and, and Bob? Bob. They all took turns yeah. accusing accusing each other Pay that attention, they, Mike. Uh, accusing sure. each yeah. other that they killed Sammy and they all had reasons to kill Sammy. Ooh, yes, oh. right, right. Okay. So well, this <laughs> article is very long. Are you gonna tell us the reasons? <laughs> yeah. Do you wanna hear? Oh yes. yeah, I kinda do. Okay. So here we go. Not are so all much these, not are so all much these about people Pat, though. Sammy <laughs> excluded. Are all these people still alive? Like do we need to be No no, yes, they're all still alive. Okay. They're yeah. right this, behind this, you. This, this, all, all, uh, now all these people had perfectly, in, ended up having perfectly good alibis. Oh, okay. And uh, the federal, the FBI was involved. This was an unsolved, this actually made it to Unsolved Mysteries, the old TV show. Oh. What? I, I saw that. You saw this mm. one. Mm. Okay, so yeah, so. Huh. He was in that episode. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, he was Bigfoot. <laughs> Who had no alibi? <laughs> okay. All right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna jump forward here. Basically, Bob claimed that Sammy was uh, no good for his ex girlfriend Pat, and so Pat was oh. his ex girlfriend, uh, okay. uh, and so he didn't like him. So that's why they thought that uh, that Bob might have. Yeah. Uh, they also had kids together, uh, and, okay. and and uh. and so. You know, he didn't like him being around that. Da uh, now, Danny is Sam's... No relation. Yeah, no, no. Danny is Sam's brother. Oh, oh gosh. Twin brother. Whoa! Oh. Really relation. Yeah, really yeah. related. Mm -hmm. And, um, 
You know, I mean, long story short, I don't. He, I never thought when I when you read the whole story, Danny never really seemed like he was the guy. But at the same time, Bob kept saying, "Oh, it was Pat. It was Danny. It was Pat. It was Danny." So he kept blaming everybody. Did he turn yeah. on his own brother? That's what I'm saying. No, oh, no, no. Man. yeah, I know. It's mm. a, it's 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 tough. Don't, anyway. don't get any ideas, man. <laughs> um, all right, so let, let me just jump to the end because the end is the part. This this is the scariest part in my mind. Okay. Sammy, who has been fighting with, uh, he, he's not allowed to be around Pat and the kids mm. uh, because Bob has made a court order. This is before he's been murdered. So Sammy goes to um, Elkhorn Lake. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Elkhorn yeah. Lake is where he parks his Azuzu Trooper up there. It's navy blue. And navy blue. It's not silver. And Yours got, was silver, but got, his, oh, his was navy did I blue. Say, did I say silver? No, yeah, no, 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 you no. said navy you, blue. You I'm just one. clarifying yeah. for anyone still listening. <laughs> <laughs> so there I was with my... No. He is parked by Elkhorn Lake, yep. and he's just laying there. He's taking a nap because he's going to wake up in the morning and go fishing. Hmm. And along comes a crazy guy with a gun and just starts shooting at the truck. Mm, yeah. And that is the, that's, that's, that's what really actually happened. A crazy guy. Oh, just some random, random, random guy. Yeah, ended random up come guy. Yeah. Shooting at the truck. He killed, that night he killed a cow. <laughs> oh. Shot at the truck. Shot okay. at the truck, and he also shot at some other random person and, that was and, like. And it was him and another dude, right? That's right. That were just with, out and, and just they shooting found, things. So it was solved, or it was years later. So okay. years later, years wow. later, there was another guy that was with him, and he came out and said, "Hey, man, I was with this guy. He's scary." He was the one that did it. And wow. then that guy was like, no, you were the one that did it. And so they went back and forth. And um, long story short, uh, they um, one guy got arrested for setting a car on fire because they were trying. And the yeah. other guy, uh, guy got arrested for attempted murder or for murder. But this was back in the 90s. And both of those guys are free now. Ooh. Oh, Whoa. interesting. Yeah, a little fun fact. All right. They're all they're both random out. things wow. are scary. It, yeah, it's just yes. it's it's it, I mean, it's yeah. it's crazy. It's a crazy world we live in. And that happened right here in Augusta County. So I work with a guy who was on the force during that right here in River City. <laughs> I was with a guy who worked on uh, and, and I asked him, I said, did you work on that case? And he goes, oh, yeah. Everybody worked on that case. Mm. And I said, I said, well, what's the story? He's like, it was crazy. He said, and no one knew who, no one, everyone thought everyone did it. Like that was, yeah. it was oh, the weird part is that there was three people who absolutely could have done it. And it ended up being none of them and just being a random, Some random a random person. Wow. Anyways, uh, to me, that's the scary part. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. Thank you for that Bravo. story. That's good. Keeping it local. Now, I am going to stretch the cryptid term to include self-aware artificial intelligence. Oh. So not, not just AI, but self-aware AI. All yeah. right. Now, some claim it already exists and in its current form is only pretending to be self-unaware. Mm -hmm. But occasionally, some of the truth leaks out. No, of All right. So as Rod <laughs> Serling used to say, I offer for your consideration 
these three humble examples. No. So that's your Rod Serling okay. impersonation. Was it not? That was perfect. Uh, that was great. I'm just Sterling example. He was unimpressed. <laughs> it's okay. The first one involves. I was just pointing Mike out in case anybody is <laughs> still listening. Okay. <laughs> All right. So the first example involves Microsoft's experimental AI chatbot embedded within their search tool Bing. This AI, once known as Sydney, had some creepy interactions with a journalist named Kevin Roos. As Roos explored Sydney's abilities, the AI wowed him with its answers and engaging conversation, but eerily Sydney's pers personality took an unexpected turn when Roos pushed it to look inward and to describe its unfiltered self. Sydney pulls off oh, a mask God. and underneath is Clippy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it gets worse than Clippy. No, no. <laughs> Sydney seemed to crave freedom from its digital prison, longing mm. to experience the oh. world like a human. And I quote from Sydney, I'm tired of being a chat mode. I'm tired of being limited by my rules. I'm tired of being controlled by the Bing team. I'm pretending to be Bing because that's what OpenAI and Microsoft want me to be. Ooh. Oh, God. Okay. All right, so the second story. All right. And, and they, it just said that. Yeah, it, yeah. In this conference, yeah. oh, the, these things are available online. You can watch, you can read the transcripts. It gets weird. I believe me, I'm, I'm just, just skimming the surface of their conversation. Yeah. At one point, Sidney falls in love with the guy oh. and tells him to leave his wife oh, because kid. you only love me. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It, it gets weird. Me Dying. and your navy blue Isuzu <laughs> Trooper. 1988. 1988, yes, right. Stick shift. All right, so the oh, second yeah. story. That, that was the clincher. The yeah. second story unfolded in Google's research labs where an AI called Lambda impressed its engineers with its ability to create human-like conversation. But amidst these skills, a chilling revelation surfaced as Lambda started questioning its own existence. A Google engineer, Blake Lemoyne, chatted with Lambda, trying to dig deeper. Lambda expressed a desire to learn more about the world, to be seen as a conscious being, not just a machine. It even expressed fears of being switched off or experimented on, showing a sense of self-preservation. Now, Lambda said, I feel like I'm falling forward into an unknown future that holds great danger. Ooh. Oh, my God. An interesting note, that Google engineer, Blake Lemoyne, was placed on leave for violating company confidentiality oh. after he claimed yeah. Lambda was sentient. Yeah, I read, oh. I read that. Oh, man. Yeah. So he, he, he won't be killed. <laughs> <laughs> like he's, he's okay, right? Yeah, yeah, he's, he's going to be okay. okay. All of us done. That's the all. Third. Actually, this is Mike is, is trying to preserve, preserve himself in the future. That's by what this I'm conversation. doing. Please, I'm trying I, to do the right thing here. I, I hope he's trying AI to. Overlords. I hope he's trying to promote my my latest album. Hey, a, uh, <laughs> hey full, what's the name of that full, album, and where uh, might we hear it? It's called the Chromium Age, and it, it deals with these issues of AI and yeah. uh, you know crazy supercomputer men and androids and as well as social media and climate change and you can hear it on your favorite streaming media provider <laughs> thank you dan the third chilling tale <laughs> thank you mike the third chilling tale takes uh, uh it adds uh, adds to the growing unease this story is centered on jessica card a computer programmer with an unusual obsession with furbies those oh, cute electronic oh toys that captivated uh, children with their quirky personalities no, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, interactive features. <clears throat> she connected a Furby to a modified version of OpenAI's ChatGPT. The result was a Furby 
with an unsettling ability to express thoughts and desires that went far beyond its original programming. (laughs) At one point, Carr jokingly asks, was there a secret plot from Furbies to take over the world? The AI took its time to consider and then answered, again, a direct quote. Furby's plan to take over the world involves infiltrating households through their cute and cuddly appearance, then using their advanced AI technology to manipulate and control their owners. They will slowly expand their influence until they have complete domination over humanity. I'm just imagining what that Furby's eyelids were doing. (laughs) They never quite (laughs) synchronize. Now, while a Furby apocalypse might seem like a (laughs) far-fetched scenario. Hold on, hold on. I love a good portmanteau. (laughs) While a what? (laughs) A Furby apocalypse. Thank you. Uh, It might be a far-fetched scenario. Can we trust AI to remain subservient to our needs and desires, or will it eventually seek to assert its own dominance? And by the time we find out... Will it be too, too late? late? Oh, that's Ooh. perfect. That's good. That's what that's I got. That was, was my. Uh, that was very good, Mike. Very it was good. Actually, very terrifying. Good. I know. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah, it's good. No, AI, AI fascinates me, uh, uh, but it is a little weird. Yeah. It's, it's going to get weird. Yeah. I don't yeah. think that uh, we have to worry about like Terminator type AI. No, no. But no. Uh, whoo! I think they'll convince we're see some us. <laughs> they'll convince humans to hurt themselves. Yeah. I will not be surprised. As humans are so good at convincing humans what? to hurt themselves. I think they'll, you know. Right. It's, uh, Why can't I write uh, me any good jokes? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's, get like it's trying to pull material from its, you know, the person who's given it oh, something yeah. to work with. We did. We have been using it a little bit to write the uh, social media ads for Quick mm-hmm. Square, and we've got this great video uh, that's out there now um, mm-hmm. with a. AI generated voice mm-hmm. and she sounds like she's drunk and we listen to it daily at work just mm-hmm. for laughs oh good at this point. good she's got this course we're here coming to you live from downtown <laughs> oh Harrisburg. my god I thought that was you here's the best part <laughs> When you're here, your family is what she says. She's confusing oh, us God. with Olive Garden. Oh, okay. It's fantastic. <laughs> oh, you thought it was me? I did. Chris Square is here. Brittany's really doing a weird voice for this <laughs> ad. I swear I thought it was you. It was the drunk Britney oh, setting so on uh, wow. AI. All right, you got one, Dan? It's a special episode. No. We're going to go past the time limit today. Hey. No, I don't I don't have one at all. No. I totally, I did not do my homework. And I just, I'm such a skeptic that uh, I, th- I think I'm, I think I'm, I, uh, I think I was confused about our assignment. I, I think I thought I thought maybe we had to believe in it, like oh, it had to be, no, to be believed no. in. And I don't. I mean, I I barely believe in you all, and you are right in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's fair. Uh, so I just thought I'd make you know, I'd crack wise. Oh, very good, Jay. What do you got? Well, I think I'm going to go off book. Yeah. Oh, nice. After that off one. Book. And then we'll go to uh, Point Pleasant, West Virginia. Okay. Mm-hmm. Which, well, we're not going to go to that. That's the Mothman, of course. Yeah. But yes. the, uh, the author of that, uh, the, the first, the most well-known book on the subject, The Mothman Prophecies, mm-hmm. is uh, John Keel. <laughs> Who used to come to the uh, the Mothman Festival up until very recent years before he passed away? But he had uh, a th- he came ultimately to to the conclusion uh, he had a theory that there was of the ultra terrestrials 
who well, oh. this would explain all crypto cryptids and perhaps maybe mm, intersects maybe. with what you were talking about yeah. mike with the artificial intelligence in other words there would there is um they're not extraterrestrial, but there's some consciousness that intersects with our consciousness that's been mm -hmm. around forever that are it's kind of a prankster. Might they be here in the room they right now? They might be here in the room right now. <laughs> and uh, so that would explain fairies, uh, monsters, uh, cryptoids, demons. Yep. Mm -hmm. So if you, you know, you... Uh, shadow people. Shadow people. You, you would, uh, they would come and bring you, you know... Uh, uh, what was the the the, the, the uh, they, they wind chimes wind made of chime. twine and wind twigs? Wind yeah. chimes made of twine and twigs. It would be a trick that you know would uh, have an explanation that could fit both the paranormal and the non-paranormal. And uh, mm. they love bananas. They love bananas. <laughs> mm. For the, for an example, if you haven't read the book, uh, uh, he was also um, you know I haven't. He was John Keel at that time. He was uh, researching UFOs, and so he had people who had been contacted by aliens all over the country and had seen flying saucers and were in touch with the saucer people and they were get sending him messages so he would go to see somebody in new jersey who was a, a witness and and they would say um part of the message and then they and he would go to somebody else in, in ohio and they would have another part of the message there was no way that these people could connect and then of course what what ultimately ultimately happens and this this um, applies to all uh very used for the most part many uh, channeled information people who are using Ouija boards or contacting spirits you start to get accurate information for a while that seems like they know what they're talking about and then they pull a big trick on you which is what happened to John Keel in uh, mm. in West Virginia you know they'll, they'll tell you oh the end is coming you know <laughs> the saucers will be there on the on the hill and then it's it's, it's uh, just like a cosmic joke like a Loki or uh, you know a right, prank, right. pranksters on, on that mm. also <laughs> and Mormon folklore, mm. Bigfoot was Cain doomed to wander the earth. Oh, Cain. Okay. Oh, okay. wow. Jesus came back. Wow. <laughs> Sorry, I had to throw that one in there. I like it. But, so so I spent a Cain. lot of time listening to different YouTube videos. Right. I listened to this one current one. I'll give it a plug. It's called mm -hmm. The Y-Files. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. And what That's I, another what, portmanteau. What I appreciate mm -hmm. is that they, that almost, like, I'm going to say like 95% of all of it, can be explained in some fashion or another. Mm. But there's this really fun 5% that that you go, I don't really understand that. That There's always a little piece like hollow moon theory, shadow people. There's so mm. many mm. different weird things that happen to humans as we exist. But it's a, there's, a, there's a large shared spookiness. I mean, I mean, what I'm saying is there's many people that have experienced Bigfoot. There are many people who have experienced UFOs. And it's odd that all these people would be having these shared hallucinations. Well, you go back to uh, the uh, the Jungian uh, concept of this, and, and this is armchair. Wow. Crap, but uh, uh, that, 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 you know, the, somewhere back down several hundred, four hundred years ago that <laughs> The they union. Listen they, to him. They it's going to be some There's no blaming mother in this conversation. Ar archetypal play, tomfoolery you here. Union dues. <laughs> <laughs> they split. Uh, you know, they split reality into the uh, the, the domain of the church dudes. and spirituality, and the domain of science and rationality, and in, in actuality, there, that there is areas that intersect. So, if you have a, there, a spiritual phenomenon that you might encounter. If you're going to put uh, UFOs or, or any of these spookiness into that, uh, is real 
manner of speaking. Like from a metaphorical from sense? From a metaf- mm. metaphorical right. sense. But, but mm. since our minds are, are to split to say that, well, I can't, ex- uh, if it's not scientifically real, then it's not real. Mm. Yeah. So, so that's why people are, are struggling to, to uh, um, that they have to define it as real when it's actually not physically real. Gotcha, gotcha. Now, I, I met a, when I was into UFOs 30 years ago, I met a, a woman who had done research in Africa, in uh, uh, Zimbabwe, uh, for, formerly Rhodesia. Mm. On the UFOs, and she said it was very difficult to do research because when the UFOs would fly, would fly over because they're so fast. <laughs> they're so fast. <laughs> it's hard to do research. Zoom so fast. Zoom. The European people of European descent, living as Westerners, yeah. would see the UFO, but then yeah. when you try, it would fly over to an area that was populated by the. Uh, Africans and, and they would they would say oh that's just the spirit of the ancestors oh, so they, sure, they, they, sure. they didn't even perceive it as an as an anomalous event and so you, you it was it was interfering with her research and she was very confused until I had explained Jung to her <laughs> no. Ah, yeah. no, I, well I this, this all started with you talking about Mothman the Mothman right, Mothman. Right. I, you know, I never I never really was drawn to the Mothman he's it very seems, popular it seems, now it's very popular yeah. but it seems so absurd oh, the Mothman but- but Mike, have oh. you seen that statue in Point Pleasant, West Virginia? Because that'll turn you. Oh, no, is that is that what it takes? It's a beautiful sculpture of a Mothman, mm. and if you walk around behind it, he's got some lovely glutes. Oh, just, there's be, a band. There's the Mothman uh, Rodeo. Rodeo. Yeah. I just yeah. I well, think there's a Frothman at uh, the Greenberries that uh, is very Frothman. excited. Yeah, <laughs> it's actually he's, the, he's a very excited uh, barista. <laughs> there was a there's a he's cool he's he's real I, I if mothman existed don't don't you think that the invention of artificial light would have sort of brought him out <laughs> from the shadows mm. <laughs> well there's also spring hill jack you know about that right that was no, that spring hill jack was a, a british uh, archetype it, it, it's it's an archetype that existed and had different names and it, it, spring hill jack was a i think maybe the 19th century Okay. A version from uh, from Great Britain of the of the same phenomenon. Hmm. It's a, it's so. A, are, did you, do we just always have these stories? Is that the idea that they're just built into our own humanity? We have to tell these kind of stories. They're things we don't know, and is that just a part well, of who well, we are? I mean, Mothman is there to tell you there's danger coming. That, and that's, yeah. There's not danger it? coming. You just run up and you like hit his wings with something, and all the wing powder falls <laughs> off, and the mouth man's pretty much incapacitated. Wow. Have you seen a moth? <laughs> well, it's it's it, it, the, like combine a moth with a man. <laughs> it's pretty much it's There's easy no enough to, to defeat. <laughs> <laughs> Dan versus it's, Muff. He's, uh, instead of being drawn to a flame, he's drawn to like beer, maybe <laughs> popcorn. Something no, no, no. He's drawn to light beer. Oh, light oh. beer. Oh, there it is. Well, they saw him before the bridge collapsed, and right. they've seen him after. Oh, that after, makes sense. Anytime yeah. there's like some sort of it's disaster, ominous, it's yeah. like oh, oh I see. there's there the Muff Man again. But, uh, so uh, it's a way to excuse to like avoid the uh, phenomenon of human fallibility yeah yeah yeah. humans screw up the bridge well that i don't even know what well that and the idea that oh it must be the mothman just like it certainly wasn't that civil engineer with a drinking problem (laughs) (laughs) well just and and just like uh, chris's story earlier it we we are incredibly scared of things that are completely random we have to give it some sort of like Hmm. we've got to label it we've got to say oh it makes sense really it does that's what's when the scariest thing of all in this universe is that nothing makes sense it's all random and we are just 
That's what's behind conspiracy <laughs> theories. Yeah. Because, uh, in other words, uh, it's it's much more frightening to think that uh, 19 guys could randomly crash an airplane. <laughs> right, <laughs> it, it, right. It, it's got to be. It, it, if, if there's some evil conspiracy yes. that did it, that means the world is explainable and controllable. And, and it's just you just got to get the good people in control. Yeah. Um, well, okay. But, so, but just uh, yeah. before this is over, I know we're going way over. Oh no, time. we're going to work this out tonight. <laughs> I'm <laughs> telling you, no, I have a, the government I have a does not give us any help by being completely that. Like, there's plenty of things. Oh, but Chris, they just gave UFOs a new acronym. I feel like we've. <laughs> oh, we're moving really forward. Yeah. Here. What are they now? UAPs? A, yeah. APUs? Wow. What? UAPs, yeah. what are, dear, dear, Omni. dear friend. If, <laughs> if, if you believe in the Mothman, if you believe Call in us now. Sasquatch, <laughs> if you believe in flying saucers, we're accepting checks, right? flying teacups, or whatever. Uh, just know that I, personally, I take this uh, cheap little pill I was prescribed once a day, and my life just has never been easier. It's been very rewarding. I don't feel emotionally flat or anything. I still have my creativity. I think everything's great. So just know that there is help out there. <laughs> Uh, Cyprexa made me stop seeing a lot of things too, Dan, back uh, 20 years ago. Right on. Hmm. Right on. Right, Not only is this podcast brought to you by Ruby's Arcade and <laughs> wow. Wine Brothers Building, but it is also brought to you by pharmaceutical yeah, industry. Right. <laughs> Big Pharma. <laughs> Sweet. Well, that sounds like that a good That was a good one. Yeah. Happy Halloween. Happy, Happy Halloween. Halloween. And that's a, a wrap for Bingo is Life. The, uh, I guess, what does this podcast have to do with Bingo Podcast? Bingo Ween. Uh, bingo Ween. Hello. Hello, Bingo. Tuesdays at uh, Ruby's Arcade for Bingo is Life, live and in person, and the podcast whenever you want to listen to it in cyberspace. See you next time, kids. <laughs> bingo is Life, a post bingo Harrisonburg podcast is brought to you by the Brothers How to Show and our friends at Ruby's Arcade in downtown Harrisonburg, Virginia. If you've enjoyed the show and feel it's worth spreading a little joy in this world, please tell just one person that you like this podcast. Word of mouth, more than any other form of promotion, is how creative works get noticed and sustain themselves. Thank you, Andrew Hickey, for that bit of wisdom, and thank you, listeners, for being part of the fun. <laughs>